0: Free. Being through enough trauma to say, I don't want nothing to do with girls right now. Yeah. Like, I'm here for Jesus. And then here comes this blonde bombshell. Uh, and I looked, and she had these amazing sneakers. I'm a sneakerhead from Chicago. <laughs> In sequence, five, five, 4
1: social norms, and overrunning the cultural corrosion with righteous rhetoric and common sense. This is Overflow, the extended conversation covering life, today's newsbreakers, and the occasional banter with the most interesting members of the human species, signaling from the conservative chasm of Central Valley, California. It's the outlaws your conscience warned you about. Let's welcome your hosts, Loto and Phil Bill. Phil Bill.
2: Everybody, welcome to Overflow Ext, the extended conversation with the two outlaws. Your conscience warned you about. do turn Philville in the house, Philville. How That's you doing, bro?
3: Amazing, amazing, great episode last week. Yeah, great man. things. I just can't wait to hear more from Alex. Amen, amen. First of all, again,
2: family man, we want to remind you of the campaign: 1,000 subscribed, thousands more reached. Philville, last week we hit a hundred, brother.
3: Yes, we reached 100, and thank you so much for yes. supporting us. Amen. It's because of you, why we're doing That's this, right. and it's just amazing, and thank God for that.
2: That's right, bro. We're already over a quarter on our way to 200, bro, so yeah. family, let's let's get out there and let's make it happen. Thank you again, but we've been waiting for this. We Hey, we told you we're going to make it up. Yes. We're going to make it up for the missing episode again and it's again. Eden. Uh, again take three four five you know <laughs> but on. man seriously you know we wanted to make it up to you so we're gonna do it right now get ready for the bonus extended conversation yes. with yes. alex, alex delgado. delgado part oh shit. you get saved at, at uh at the conference in uh at the ihop or um Inter- international house of prayer yes Everything, uh, you know, you got saved, you know, now you're filled with the power of the Holy spirit, bro. And everything is perfect. Tell me about that.
0: Yeah. So I would go, uh, on a three month honeymoon, Mm
2: -hmm. just
0: it filled, with the joy of the Lord. Oh my gosh, there's Jesus. There's Jesus. Yes, there's Jesus. Yeah. I saw Jesus in my Cheerios. I saw <laughs> Jesus in my steak. It was like this white light of yeah. there's a purpose. I look at the sky. Jesus did that. Yes. You know, the trees. Jesus did that. Jesus. I uh, didn't have a, a a strong theology or anything. No. I just saw Jesus everywhere. Mm. You know, gr- granted, I when I got the Teen Challenge, I thought John three sixteen was Steve Austin the wrestler. Man, like I'm not even kidding. Yes. The three because that was my only Austin comparison. Yeah, yes. I was like three sixteen, like the wrestler, and they're like, uh, "Bro, where are you from?" <laughs> like, you know, there these people then seen someone like me walk through the door. Yeah. and it was just you know crazy that i i just saw jesus i'm telling my family about jesus i'm like jesus is gonna take care of all my problems and this and that well i had a lot of problems yes, and sir. you know after the three months the problems were still there wow you know and the reality of the problems and you know very early on for me when i was saved i knew that i was called to full-time vocational ministry okay like no one had to tell me and mm-hmm. everyone kept telling me and everyone kept but I knew that okay, this is probably why you were created. Yeah. However, I did not want to go through the process of that. Okay. You know what? What from what I could see, you know, ministry meant poor, mm. <laughs> and I didn't really want to be poor coming yes. out of this. You know, uh, yeah. Lifestyle. Stock market, yeah. you know, pursuit, American dream, uh, obsession of. What you have defines you. And then, uh, you know, and then you could justify just about anything. Well, God called me to be a good tither. God called mm-hmm. me to start a business. So um, and then some inappropriate relationships that I wanted to pursue. Again, granted, prior to Team Challenge, I thought, and this is for me uh, with absolute conviction that you, there is no way you can be married without at least living for someone for two to three years. Wow. Like conviction, like I would scold you. Like how on earth are you supposed to get married if you haven't, it's like getting a car and not test driving. Are you crazy? Yeah. Like I was having these conversations with like i was kind of telling the teen challenge staff they were dumb for waiting for marriage like dude you're gonna make the biggest mistake of your life Mm. with like a conviction (laughs) one thing about me i'm like peter (laughs) like right or wrong i'm gonna be (laughs) convicted about it uh and you know had no idea about this christian life so we're we're getting towards graduation and and i clearly knew i was supposed to go one way and i said no And I, and I went another way and I had friends go the right way.
3: Yeah.
0: And I said, no, I'm going to pursue ministry. Had these dreams of coming to California and Mm. uh, very early on reading Nikki Cruz, run baby run. I felt like God was telling me you're coming to California and you're going to meet your wife and have children here. And you're going to be a traveling global evangelist. Mm. Like, early i heard that yeah. way early like i maybe before i got saved because yeah, yeah. i read crossing a, i couldn't sleep for 17 days straight so Gee. i read crossing the switch baby from baby run second chance uh all in three weeks of being a teen challenge i those read um had nothing else to do and mm-hmm. so i uh chose my way and god was clearly saying another direction and you know God's pretty gracious. He'll let you taste everything you think you want. Mm. You know, I started a company. I started tithing the Teen Challenge. I I was pursuing all of my plans, and I built my kingdom just to watch it fall. Wow, brother. So I got in a relationship that was completely ungodly, Mm -hmm. not about God. Nothing about it was about God. And I uh, would go to the darkest place of my life. What's funny is before Las Vegas, uh, I was in pills, you know, cocaine, yeah. uh, prescription medicine, and massive amounts of alcohol. Mm-hmm. And now, after being saved, after filled with the Holy Spirit and walking away, is when I became an IV heroin user. After? After. Wow. Yeah. The Bible's very clear. It says, it was better that you have not known mm. than to have tasted and seen yeah. and walked away. And I was angry with God. I was full-blown angry with God. I was like the spoiled brat said, you didn't give me what I wanted right now. Uh, so I'm going to take it. Mm. And then, and then I ended up in the darkest year of my life. I thank God it was only a year, uh, but it was full of homelessness, addiction, theft, crime, heartbreak, uh, hepatitis C, uh, inner, uh, it, I was con- contaminated a needle. I use, I contracted the, wow. the virus, all of this stuff. Uh, to hit the absolute low of my life. And this is
2: after you get saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, bro. Yeah,
0: and then God blessed me. I had a company. I was tithing into yes. Teen Challenge. Yeah. I was the poster boy of Teen Challenge. Mm-hmm. I would be sharing my testimony in front of 5,000 and watching yeah. pornography. Yeah. Uh I I had this appetite for the flesh. Uh, And I didn't really know any other way of life. However, I was still intrigued by this Jesus, man. And here's something else to flip people's theology upside Mm -hmm. down. God still used me. Man. Yeah. Powerfully. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ever judge your relationship with God by the works he allows you to do. Because my relationship Mm. was shallow, empty, and I was full of sin yet god was using me in a very powerful way yes yeah still to you know it, it says the call of god is without, without repentance rep- yes yeah there's some of us who have some really good gifts that could mm-hmm. operate without the presence of the holy spirit in us Man. and god'll still use the presence in other people yeah to get saved
2: and thank you for for yeah. for saying that bro that don't measure it, you know, by how much God is using you, because yeah. God will use a donkey. God will Come use on. anybody. It doesn't, okay. you know, let's not think, you know, kid ourselves that we're somebody special. Like, oh, he'll just dismiss what I'm doing because I'm doing such a great job for him. Yeah, no, yeah exactly. There's a, there's, a, there's a man in the Old Testament called King Saul, right? Yeah. And King Saul was a murdering, breathing backslider trying to kill David. And, and, and you know, remember, you know, uh, King David's servant, when they caught King Saul slip, slipping, literally sleeping, you know, he said, man, man, uh, he, he turns to David and said, David, Lord, let me run him through. You know, let me let me kill him because he's trying to kill you. Yeah. Remember what David said? Thou shalt not touch the anointed of the Lord. It's so crazy, bro. King Saul, backsliding, murderous, trying to chase this innocent man down to kill him, was still anointed. Yeah. So, so thank you for saying that, brother. You know, just because God is using this, us, that doesn't mean that He's he's excusing us.
0: Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And uh, pride will come before the fall. Yes. You know, a a good gauge. I was full of pride. I was full of, look at what I'm doing for Jesus. Mm -hmm. Look at the things that I can accomplish for the Lord. Yet I still had this internal battle. And out of the abundance of the heart, the the mouth speaks, and the heart is wicked above all else. Yes, (laughs) man. It will control your life. My heart wanted uh, ungodly relationships. Mm -hmm. My heart wanted... For me to build stuff, for me to do stuff, and I found myself in the worst position of my life with nowhere to look but up yeah. through miraculous events, uh, the men of God of of the church that I belong to in, mm-hmm. in Napanee, Indiana from wow. uh, Napanee Missionary Church, NMC, we call it Pastor Dave and a dear brother named Rod Meyer. Uh was on a treadmill one day and he heard the Lord say, if you don't go get my son, he's going to die. Wow. And I was walking down. I had just sold a phone that somebody else sent for me and got some uh, heroin and had a, a decent amount of heroin, at least to get me through a day or two uh, in my pocket. And I was walking down a street in um, downtown Indianapolis and I just have, I didn't know where I was. I was just walking down the street and this guy knocks on the door, says, Alex. And I was walking past the homeless uh, uh, shelter, but a different part, like a mile away is their detox center. Mm-hmm. And at that exact time, my friend was calling on the phone Yeah, and they said, Hey, like God told me if you don't come, get, if I don't come get you, you're going to die. And I, and I repeated to him, if you don't come get me, I will surely die. And I was high enough in that moment that, um, I said, yes. So I waited two and a half hours. They were about two and a half hours away and the car came to get me. And it was, uh, a fellowship of, uh, some, uh, fellowship missions in, uh, Warsaw, Indiana. The director, Eric got in his suburban and came and got me and they would take me to the hospital and the only reason I went is because they promised to give me methadone. Mm-hmm. So it was like a Friday. I had enough drugs in my pocket. So I was like, okay, Monday, we'll go to the methadone clinic, We'll straighten this out. Yeah. And well, Monday never came. Sunday, they broke the news to me that, hey, we've all decided there's no way we're going to give you. And I uh, had to come to Jesus moment with Rod. We were face to face about to swing on each other in that hotel. And then I broke. Uh, I just broke broke he left and then he he came back with his head between his Mm -hmm. hands like i can't leave the holy spirit won't let me leave and i broke and i bowed my knees on february uh february 20th 2014 i bowed my knee in the hotel in warsaw indiana and i said god if you can do anything with this life, you loved me from the gutter was my exact prayer. And Rod would testify to that. He actually stood up in my wedding and still a friend. Uh, <laughs> I'll be sending him this podcast. Rod uh, reminds me of that prayer often, but I said, Lord, it, you love me from the gutter yeah. as much as you love me on the stage. Yeah, And I gave my rededicated my life there. But what I really did there was surrender mm. I had a moment where I said that's it you know I still buck and fight but at the end of the day God have your way <laughs> like, that's it we we are laying it down and brother I'm proud to say that that's my sobriety date
2: thank you God February
0: 20, 2014 I laid it down Wow bro it's gonna be nine years this February oh, I don't even know goodness. how I don't even know nine years five kids later four I don't know how many I got yes uh, I got four children a wife. Uh, friends like you, but that, that the surrender in that moment wasn't so much that, okay, God, I I, I surrendered all your rules and and all this. God, I surrender for the plan you have for my life. Mm -hmm. And I surrender to serve you Yeah, that I will work for you all the days of my life and do nothing else but that. So wherever I go, you know, I'm on assignment.
2: Now, 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 if you could, bro, look at the camera. Yeah, and, and I need to talk to 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 those who are addicted. Yeah, maybe not to drugs, maybe just to self, or maybe to just an image that they have of themselves, yeah. or what they think they should be, and talk to them because that is the moment.
0: Yeah,
2: first yeah. moment is when you get saved. Yeah, but we ask everybody all time, when did you get saved?" Well, what I really got saved. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> They
2: got saved when they got saved, yeah. but we know what they're saying. They what they're, they're saying? Well, I, I surrendered. Yeah, I completely surrendered. You yeah. know. So talk to them, you know, about this surrenderance, what yeah. that
0: means. If you're out there and you're struggling with alcohol, the first thing I want to say is there's hope. You're not alone. And there's plenty of people who have gone through this with you. And if you need help, yes. there's a link that they're going to share on this yes. podcast, the teen challenge. It is absolutely free tomorrow. You can be in an interview by next Monday. We can have you in a program. If you're anything like me, I could not do this without a program. <laughs> now, however, the power of God can set you free. This moment that I had was more than just a prayer. It was a white flag. I'm done. But I had to get to a moment because we we hear the story of the prodigal son hmm. in Luke 15. And that's the moment I had. All I can say is I felt like I was in prison and I had the keys. I didn't have to be there. Some of you may be wow. in prison listening to this podcast. Come I don't know. on. She probably got a phone. It shouldn't be yes. there, but I did not have the, I had the ability to walk out. I did not have to stay in that prison. And that's what I want to share with you. You don't have to stay where you are. Yeah. You don't have to take another hit. You don't have to do it. I know you don't have the strength right now, but in the surrendering, I love Laura, Laura Dangle's song. I touched the sky when my knees hit the ground. Wow. When my knees hit the ground and my tears hit that ground, I was empowered and said, God, this is your life. I still got up homeless. I still got up jobless. I still got up with people hating me, owing money, and all of that, all of that was still there. But when I got the power, I could say I could do this through him. I can do all things Yes, that I in Christ, I can do this. And more importantly, it's a journey because everybody loves nine years later on a podcast with a clear mind and a clear head. But then, then the journey began and then you go through the hard times, the mental health issues that Amen. you have to work through. There's therapy that needs to be involved. Yes. yes Christian therapy is a very good idea yes. because like I started this podcast, I had trauma from a very early age that I had to deal with and still have to unpack. So there is hope in Jesus Christ. Amen. He can set you free right now in this place. Click the link below. We have a mm, 24/7, 24-7 prayer and hot, uh, and help hotline. You can call right now. Yep. Right now. Click the link below. We have it all there for you. And someone can minister to you right now. You can give your life to Jesus on that line. We're going to have like three altar calls in this podcast. I mean, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. But here's the thing. You have to die. Unless a seed dies, it can't produce life. So your will to continue doing drugs, to continue doing this, to continue to numb out. Jesus, I, I give it to you. And then he comes in. And then you become to the family of Christ. And there's an army waiting to help liberate. We can't do this alone. You can't do it alone. I can't do it alone. So if you're there online, stop what you're doing. Yes, Surrender to Jesus and his plan. Pick up the phone for help. Amen. And help is already on the way
2: man thank you jesus thank you brother yes make sure even if you gotta pause this podcast pause it you can always come back to it your your salvation your life is on the line your family is on the line click that click that link now and and get the help you know um alex you know you mentioned that rod stood at your wedding
0: yeah tell
2: me about the family bro
0: oh man i have a beautiful wife named megan delgado let me uh she's my hero i can't uh I can't think of a greater gift that God has given me than a praying woman, than a woman who's been birthed out of the same ashes. You know, we are the perfect recipe for disaster (laughs) in the natural. Two addicts. Come on. Two uh, trauma-filled baggage carrying. uh, One Caucasian Mm. (laughs) and one loud Cuban. (laughs) Just I love Lucy rated X Uh, written all over it is, is what we should be. Yeah. But God, but, but the Holy Spirit said, I'm going to choose the foolish to shame the wise. We have plenty of people rooting for us to fail out there. (laughs) Plenty of people. Oh, they'll never get it right. Oh, they'll never get it. And they're right. We never will. But the Holy Spirit has taken two people from polar opposite sides of the United States Polar opposite upbringings. My wife didn't have to worry about drive-bys at four years old, but she had her own trauma. And now he's joined together where we have four amazing children. I have one prince named Luke Joseph, who's a 15 year old boy uh, playing baseball at Fresno Christian. We are so pleased and proud of him. I have a four-year-old world changer. We call her a (laughs) little leader. She's uh, extremely passionate about anything. Amen. And we'll let everyone know it. Uh, Havana Ruby Delgado.
2: Amen. And
0: then we have our little bundle of joy, Mm -hmm. who's kind of like a sarcastic joy. She's a blonde-haired, blue-eyed Cuban. First one in our family. Uh, Sayla Marie Delgado. And then a newborn uh, was uh, our newest little bundle mm-hmm. of joy, and last yeah, bundle of yeah, joy, yeah, yeah. it is over in Jesus' name. Four and no more <laughs> is what I've what? been told. Okay. Yes, you sure you're done? I'm done. December second, the doctor is sure about it too. So we have a, a date Amen. to be done. <laughs> awesome, awesome. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm gonna um, I'm gonna have Philville ask, ask some questions before yeah. we get there. We got. But we got a lot of women in the audience. So they're gonna yeah. get mad at me if they don't uh, if I don't ask you about the moment, bro. Yeah. yeah. And just how how did you end up with, like you said, this beautiful wife of yours, brother? Yeah. I, I know that there's some shoe game involved with that, you uh-huh. know, but it's a beautiful story, bro. Talk about yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Uh, let me quick say before I get scolded at home. The last baby's name is Zoe. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, Zoe that, Alexandria Delgado. Oh, that C- was C- that yeah. Zoe. I, yes. I, didn't, I didn't know if I said the oh, full yes. name. And we're having yeah. pictures yeah. going on yeah. right now. Okay, so, perfect.
3: So I'm looking at right now a picture of soccer. One of your daughters yes. playing
0: soccer. Yeah. She, wow. she scored four goals on Saturday, one in the wrong goal. I told her, put the ball in the net. She just put it in. It didn't matter oh, which okay. one. But yes. yeah, she's she's a little aggressive, little world changer. Amen. Yeah. My name is
4: Ron Brown. I have the privilege of inviting you to Arise United 2022 at the Big Fresno Fair. We are so excited to have Pastor Gary Wilkerson from World Challenge. Nick Vujicic has an inspiring message that he uh, will be presenting. And also we have Swoop Brown, an armed and faithful worship movement. Pastor Alex Delgado, what a powerful evangelist, will be sharing the word of God. And we're looking forward to a great time. You are invited. Come and bring a friend. Our theme this year for Arise is Be a Voice and Not an Echo. God has called us to be a voice crying in the wilderness of this world where people have lost and they, have, they can't find their way home. But through the gospel of Jesus Christ, that is the road map to come home. And that's what will be happening at Arise this year. The gospel of Jesus Christ will be proclaimed with great power and demonstration and the power and praise of worship will go forth. Come and be a part of this exciting time. Arise United 2022. You can be the voice of invitation to a friend or loved one who doesn't know the Lord. Then they will hear the voice of God calling them home to His peace and presence at this powerful event. Make it an unforgettable day at the Big Fresno Fair. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved.
1: You're listening to Overflow, the extended conversation. Conversation, conversation. Now back to your hosts, Loto and Phil Phil.
2: Alrighty, Overflow Extended Family. We promised you the bonus. We said that we'd make it up for you, you know, for missing the that that uh, episode again and again. And again. And again, and again. You know, but seriously, though, you know, here, <laughs> here's that bonus, man. Uh ladies, I I knew it. I was looking out for y'all. I know all the fellas be watching, but girls, I know that you wanted to know about the moment, you know, when Alex made his beautiful wife. So let's see what he says. <laughs> so, so tell us, tell us about the moment, bro. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, the, the moment started with the first girl. So we were at a teen challenge event, mm-hmm. uh, uh spiritual emphasis in Riverside, California. And I remember being through enough trauma to say, I don't want nothing to do with girls right now. Yeah. Like I'm here for Jesus. <laughs> And then here comes this blonde bombshell. Uh, and I looked and she had these amazing sneakers on and I'm a sneakerhead from Chicago. My mom used to take me out of school to go wait in line for the new Jordans to drop. It's like a almost like a religion in Chicago yeah. sneakers. Yeah. But uh grew up on this. So she had these amazing Air Max ones white with these clouds mm. and they were very limited shoe. And I remember saying nice shoes. Uh, and she was like, thanks. I'll let you borrow them sometime. <laughs> and I was like, what did she just say to me? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And just like kind of like in her own confident type of way. Mm-hmm. And then she won't tell you this, but she kept staring at me the rest of wow. the <laughs> <evening>. So I was always two versions of the story. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is my yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yours is the truth. Yours is the truth. Yeah. Yes. Yours is the truth, yeah. bro. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So uh there's a worship moment uh. at spiritual emphasis, an altar call moment. Mm. And it was uh break every chain.
3: Oh, Oh, wow came
0: on Sue Brown and, uh, armed and faithful. And they, they called us forward and it, they had break every chain and then, uh, split the sea. So I will walk right through it. And I, I just went to the altar, eyes closed, hands in the air, pursuing God with everything I had really there for Jesus in that moment, wholeheartedly going in for Jesus And this hand keeps hitting my left hand uh, and hands in the air. And I had this staff member at Teen Challenge once prophesy over me. He said, you know, you're going to be running so hard after God and look left and your wife will be right there. I didn't think nothing Mm. of it. So now my now sister-in-law, who was there with Megan's brother, who went through Teen Challenge Mm. as well, took and hip-checked my wife into me during this worship (laughs) set where almost knocked me down, like threw her into me in the middle of like a worship set. And I looked and there she was. I was like, what the heck? (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Uh, I can't say I I wasn't not thinking about her after that. I don't, you know, but I remember just being in a place of brokenness and saying, God, you know, One day, I know you're going to give me a special woman. Uh, I can't say in that moment, I knew it was her. I probably hoped it was her. It wasn't like, there's your wife. It was the beginning of, am I willing to pray for this woman? Wow. You know, Mm. she was in a a program of restoration Mm. where, and I thank God for the way God put barriers and boundaries on our relationship man, where I was able to pray for someone for six months without knowing them every day. Gosh, I prayed for her every day while she was in restoration. And then her mom stalked me online. That's a different story if Denise <laughs> oh, is listening to. Right. She was like, Hi, Nini. I heard you met my daughter. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, you're a little creepy. Okay. But then we became friends. <laughs> okay. And then they came uh-huh. to visit her. And true story, I was able to take Luke, my son now, yes. on a date before I took Megan on a oh, date. Okay. Because nice. I had no yeah. access to even talk to Megan for six months after yes. that. Then she graduates six months and we go to the happiest place on earth, mm. Disney. Yeah, I, I called okay. her family the Griswolds because we all <laughs> went to Disney on our first date together. The yes. parents, the son, okay, uh, the brother, the sister that hip-checked yeah. me, oh all God. this. It was 104 degrees in LA, oh, wow. yes. Disney, oh, hell, yes. with an eight-year-old melting down. <sighs> <laughs> yes, we tried by yeah. fire. <laughs> Just Fresh came back last week, too. It's okay. hot. Yeah. yeah. So we we went on our first date, and, mm. then, and then she moves to Fresno. Yeah, You know, this is her hometown where she's from. Well, I Mm -hmm. had already uh, been youth pastoring in L.A. at Lakewood Life Center in Long Beach. And I began to pray. And, you know, they all, but they offered me a job, car, house, the whole thing coming out of Teen Challenge. Perfect package. Yes, And I remember turning it down Mm -hmm. because I knew I was supposed to come to Fresno. No job, no nothing in Fresno yet. Surrendered. 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 I was like, I, I believe this is the woman that we're going to change the world with.
3: Mm. You know, I didn't
0: pick yes. my wife. She's hot. Mm. I love her. We make a lot of babies. But <laughs> there's no question about <laughs> Beautiful that. Beautiful words. Yes, but yes. I, I picked my wife uh-huh. as a co-laborer in the kingdom. Oh, yes. I picked my wife because we were going to change the world together. Yeah. And she'd been to hell and back with me. So we we build each other up. We're each other's best friends. We're learning every day. We're in marriage counseling now because mm. we want it. This is the end game. If yeah, you're not in marriage counseling, so you should yes. be like, mm. or at least be mentored by people who Praise are. God. We're only five years into this. And mm. if we are naive enough to think we're going to charge the gates of hell and the enemy's not going to throw darts at our marriage. Yeah. You know who are we kidding? We, we, there's future battles we know nothing about with our children. Yeah. So we're we're investing now. In yeah. that for what's to come. But yeah, and Amen, bro. God opened up a door, brother. My pastor in LA called a pastor in Fresno. Yes. Uh without me knowing. And the pastor in Fresno had declined mm. because he couldn't answer the phone because he was in a meeting with his youth pastor resigning. Wow. So then he calls them back oh. and says, hey, you called yesterday. Sorry, I was in a meeting with my youth pastor. He's like, well, that's funny. I'm calling you about a youth pastor. I got a guy. You know anyone who needs one? He's like, I need one. <laughs> Man,
3: <look at> <laughs>
0: and, wow. and just like that's the good. brick. Yeah. yeah. Yes. yes, right. Here we see Jesus connecting dots. Thank you, God. It's
2: amazing when we look back and we see God's fingerprints everywhere. Everywhere. And we didn't, we didn't even know. We thought he wasn't there. We thought he did Didn't care. It was too busy taking care of good people. Yeah, and then when we look back,
3: it's like, oh my goodness, Lord, you were right there the whole time. I know that you're, uh, you've been uh, a father of the fatherless. You've been in youth. I've seen from a distance, just, just, I don't, I don't really don't know you like Lodo. I've just seen you in ministry, just Mm -hmm. in operating your anointed brother, just out there ministering so many, and and uh, in. In October is Pastor's Appreciation Month and mm. we just thought just we just wanted to share a little soundbite of somebody who just wants to say a little hello to you.
4: Hi PA, I just wanted to say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for everything that you have done for my family and I. Um, it's been such an honor and a blessing to have you in our lives. But one of the things that I wanted to say that I'm most grateful for is the way that you have shown what it looks like to love somebody no matter what. As a youth pastor, I know it wasn't easy, but there was not a day and there was not a youth that stepped foot into that place that didn't feel loved by you and Megan. To this day, you guys continue to, to show and be an example of what it looks like to love people no matter what skin color they are, no matter what area of town they came from. And I just want to say thank you because you've had a big impact on me in that area of life of just loving people no matter what, even when it's hard. So thank you so much. I appreciate you more than you know.
0: Bye. You know whose voice that is. Oh yeah. Okay. That's that the voice. infamous little brat of all <laughs> <Yeah>. brats. <laughs> <Some Owen>, Samoan <Sauli. laughs> what, what you What's your response to that? I just tears instantly. Um you know, as Phil was saying, you know, you're anointed, in my mind I was saying we just love people. Uh you know, that's I don't have a recipe for advancing ministry or building ministry or X y z um I know what it's like to be burnt out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and a quick gauge for me and burnout is in my loving people uh because that's what we do yeah like we love people uh I want to see people win. Everyone. I'm not in competition with anyone. I want to see people win in life. I want people to, I've believed that me coming to this country, I was given an opportunity to do anything. And I want others to believe that. And how much more with Christ. So that's, that's, that's what ministry is to us. That's the highest compliment. If I'm remembered for loving people, that's that's it. That's enough. I don't want to be remembered for sermons or fancy preaching or, uh, doctrine, uh, I would want to be rem- right there. That that honestly is the ultimate. Um, Praise God. That's yes. the ultimate compliment she's ever given me. She probably won't give me one again.
3: So, yeah.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say you better keep the recording because you know she is. Yeah. You know, um, and, and I want to say Alex, um, uh, as a father and as her father, mm. I want to say thank you, brother. You know, I, I want to get into talking about Teen Challenge because you probably have everybody wondering what is Teen Challenge, <laughs> what is it? You know. Yeah. But I definitely want to get to that, but. It was a big part of your life, you know, your recent life where you were a youth pastor. Yeah, and I want to thank you, brother, because man, you've done such a fantastic job at being a youth pastor there at that Cornerstone, and then you were also at Northeast. You know, yeah. uh, there was a moment in our lives, and uh, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. you 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 remember, you know, my uh, you found my little sister, you know, and my niece, you know, um, burned it, you know, in 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 her car, you know. And that just set the bomb off in our household. And I uh, I had to do a lot of things. I had to be a lot of things, you know, to keep everything together. But I thank God so much that one thing I didn't have to be is my kid's youth pastor. Amen. Because you were their youth pastor, bro. You, you allowed me to just be dad. And I will always be grateful for that, brother. You know, I, I'm so grateful. You know, today's the moment. You know, I get to sit with two of my best friends, you know. Who who both baby girls, you know, are my goddaughters, you know. And I thank God so much, brother. And I pray, bro, that I get to return a favor, you know, in helping you guys raise your kids just as much as you've helped us with ours, you know. All of them, you know, Cyprus all the way to Sa'ili, you know. So thank you, bro. But I want to talk about youth, Pastor, Pastor Alex. I know that you've got some nuggets, bro. Uh you don't walk through Cornerstone <laughs> without picking up a few or Northeast. What are just some of the things that's on your heart bro? before we, we start talking about team challenge
0: yeah you know youth ministry for me was it's hard to explain being thrusted uh out of an addictive chaos of a life to having the light of the world shined on you to being uh zealous for the Lord almost like a Paul to the apostles. Type of moment where the apostle was like, bro, get this Paul guy out of here. We don't know what's going on here yet. Um, I was just radical. And um, there's so much that I did not know. Okay. Because of being what I call an outsider. Uh, I was not raised in the church. Mm-hmm. So I've had to learn the church. I'm a baby in the church still. Uh, my wife and I are about to jump on our first ever uh uh, Wednesday night group that we don't lead. Wow. I've never been part of a group I haven't led in mm-hmm. the local church ever. Wow. <laughs> I've never until this year been a member of the local church. Yeah. You know, I I don't understand the local church okay. other from the only view I have Leadership. thus far is staff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that, that's a good thing and a very bad thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, what I would say to youth pastors out there is, Concentrate on the importance of loving people Mm. and concentrate first and foremost above all else, above all else on your relationship with God. God. Out of the overflow of that, there's plenty of time to learn leadership. There's plenty of time to learn uh, administrative ministry. There's plenty of time. Those can wait what cannot wait is your relationship with God that you have to fight for because yes. ministry gets so busy that you just take Jesus on the way. And I I don't know about you, but for me, it's hard to minister out of Jesus on the way. Mm. Today, I'm sitting here from a well of overflow.
2: Praise God, brother
0: a well of overflow because I didn't have eight meetings before I got here. Mm. You know, I can meditate. I can think I can prepare, you know, allow yourself margin because we make the biggest mistakes when we're most tired, Mm -hmm. irritable, hungry, and, and time deficient. And as pastors, you will always fight time. (laughs) There was never enough time. I feel like the six years I linked <laughs> and, yeah. and it was over and, so and true and you can only work on three good things a year that's okay. it like so for me it, i had to work on preaching i didn't know how to preach like mm. I, i'm six years seven years into this i feel like i'm just finding my voice now uh-huh. and confidence in <laughs> yeah. my voice i'm not trying to be up here and be anybody else but who god yeah. created me to be and unapologetic about yes. that not in a prideful way Come but on. i can't Wear your armor, Saul. (laughs) I I can only go in the way I go, you know? And I believe the anointing on my life is for the unchurched. I speak to more unchurched than I do churched. Uh, I I almost feel like a fish out of water sometimes in the church. out of water. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Out of the water. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They just, you know, so there's that. Uh, Concentrate on the three things a year that you can really do and stay close to Jesus and ask questions of, of your pastor i mean ask the like i didn't even know how to interview you know and and i just need a job pay me i got a job oh, yeah. i need a job i need a job i need to validate that i'm called by my job wow and, and you, you if i dealt with that i know every mm. youth pastor in the world mm. you're just trying to prove that you're a man of god that you can do this for the kingdom and we don't ask good questions yeah hey what's the vision yeah. What what do you expect of me? What am I uh responsible for being at? What here's my non-negotiables. Yeah. If I ever took a job now, I would come in with a plethora of non-negotiables where they probably say no, you're not the good fit for this. And yeah. praise, God. praise I just, God. I just 30, 000 on, yeah. <laughs> on, I just saved 30,000 heartaches. I saved you three years from yeah. now to have to do this all over again. Mm-hmm. And then I saved myself, you know, Your the health. the the year and a half it's gonna take me to resign. because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> so, it's never yeah. overnight. Yes. So, you know, but I, I don't think we put enough emphasis and 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 y, y, you know, God has got to speak to you in whatever season you're at. We may, you know, when me and Megan's kids are up and out of school, we may push the plow a lot harder than we're pushing the plow now yes you know but we got to be strategic in in the exact seasons so i don't know if that answers no, your question so but i'm good. passionate that, about youth ministry oh, i know yeah. that's no no thank you brother that's yeah. why i
2: said you know briefly because you're coming back brother oh yeah we're gonna talk about this yeah. you know we're gonna talk about youth pastoring and youth leadership and all of that because man we have a lot of colleagues out there, bro, that needs to help, you know, yeah. and you being on both sides, you being on this side now, I mean, you have a lot of lot of value, brother, that that our brothers and sisters out there that's in that position, you know, can really grow and benefit from. And when we're talking about youth ministry, man, again, you know, even for, for those of us that are married, it comes back to our first ministry.
3: I love the, the fact that he, he wants to do things different. He came to a point that he didn't want to start relationships like he always has done in the past. He said, God, I want to just seek you. He went after it. I love when he shared the story about being in a worship service. And he was told, you know, yes. and, and he said, like, he'll meet his wife, you know, somewhere as he's serving God, basically. And in the middle of Break Every Chain and No Longer Slaves and Man. those songs, it just got, it began a seed that grew. He didn't even know what it was. Amen. And it grew and God brought his his future wife to him. You know, it's so awesome, Philville.
2: You know, when you look at the, the Bible and you see all these incredible people of God, so, you know, and, and those who who, who had uh, spouses, it, it seems to me that they always found them while they were in the middle of the work, bro. Mm-hmm. While they're in the middle of work. So, you know, extended family, man, you know, I, I pray that you guys enjoy that bonus, man. But, but the lesson from it is, man, you know, get out there in the field, you know, let God take care of the future. Get out there in the field and work. And do the work, man, and, and you will not miss your blessing. Remember, follow us on all your favorite uh, podcast platforms. You know, subscribe. We're still aiming for the thousand subscribers, thousands more reached. Thank
1: you all for joining us. Lord bless. You've been listening to Overflow, the extended conversation, obliterating social norms and overrunning the cultural corrosion with righteous rhetoric and common sense. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to like, rate and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on social media at Overflow EXT. Lord bless. And we'll see you next time on Overflow, the extended conversation.